What's happening, listeners? This your girl, Odess. You listen to What's Happening, and this episode is called What's Going On. So what's going on is all about you. It's all about you and see if you are okay. So this is pretty much a vent session, all about you. So if you would like to vent about anything or this is a mental check or also one advice, we're here for you. You matter, I matter, she matters, everybody matters. So I have my lovely special guest here. My name is Camille. I'm from Cleveland, 216, all day, every day, okay. I graduated from the illustrious Kentucky State University. Um, I got my degree in psychology. I want to open my own practice. I want to be a psychiatrist or a clinical psychologist. Long story short, Landon's terms, I want to be a guidance counselor. I want to help people with their mental needs. I want to make sure everybody's counseling needs are met and everybody feels good about themselves at the end of the day, no matter if they, you know, moved off the couch or, you know, moved off the state, you know. Any little thing matters. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so let's get started. So again, we are reading out five um, different vent sessions from um, anonymous listeners as well. We do have permission from them to read this out. You are brave enough to share as well or have any questions on here that you would like. First one up, this is anonymous. Um, it says, how can you get over or deal with PTSD? I'm gonna share it with y'all. Like I suffer, you know, PTSD as well. So for me, how I cope with it, I tell everybody all the time to find your peace. And what I mean by find your peace, I mean like find something that you enjoy, love doing passionately that makes you happy and do it. Like for me, I love skating. I love sketching and drawing out, you know, my feelings and stuff that's very therapeutic for me or just watching funny videos in general. Like I love laughing. Y'all know I'm very goofy. So finding your peace, this also helps you out not only through PTSD, like also through anxiety, like deep breathings and then find something that calms your mind, like, you know. That's how I deal with PTSD. To piggyback off what you said, have to find different coping mechanisms, things that make you feel at ease, things that make you feel at peace, things that don't make your anxiety, you know, rocket or, you know, go up. So, yeah, drawing, dancing, singing, anything therapeutic. Like Michi Mitch said. <laughs> and also, like, talking. Just talking to somebody about it. You know, talking out, you know, what's going on with you makes it a whole lot better. That's why people tell you it's important to talk to somebody when you're suffering through something like this. Um, so, yeah, definitely speak to anybody. Speak to somebody that you trust as well, like wholeheartedly trust. Understand that there's a lot of people out here that you can't trust to speak to. That's why it's hard for you to talk to people about things like this. But find somebody that you know that you can talk to. If um, you feel like you can't talk to anybody that um, you know you know personally, definitely hit the hotlines. They're always there, 24/7. And I will post all the hotlines up in the story after this episode. All right. So the second one I have here. Anonymous, it says, I am a young single mom, and she put in parentheses white, so she's a white single mother. She said, I have two mixed boys, and their dad, the father, is in jail. All these events and protests are going on. I realize I'm struggling to raise the boys. 
and have them prepared for these events. That's pretty tough right there, especially for um, my biracial friends out there. So like, I, I listen to these things. I have biracial friends, you know, that struggle, first of all, with their identity, period. Because again, like you have your Caucasian side and then you have your black side, pretty much. And it's like, you're trying to cope with two different cultures in one, like you're, you're made by two different sides. So this is really hard for you to identify, you know, embracing, you know, your white side and then your black side. And what is um, a struggle for some of my friends that I have been told is that, you know, especially ones that don't have the father with them, that majority they've been, you know, raised by a white mom with white family. So they don't recognize and know that there's problems that they'll be approached as, you know, a black person on the other side, which is hard for them, you know, to cope with. I mean, even if the boys weren't biracial, I still feel like young men need men in their life, most definitely. So I definitely could understand that, that point of view, mm -hmm. especially. See, in... I would suggest, you know, for you as a mom as well, if you are close with the father's family as well, take, you know, just go over there and talk to like the mom, uh, the grandmama, the grandmama, like ask them for advice. These are black women right here that are right here, you know, on the other side of your child's family that's there for them. Like they definitely can help guide Use your you. resources. Yes, definitely. Like they, they know how it is, you know, raising, you know, black kids, you know, for sure and know these things. So definitely like if you are close with uh, the father's side of the family, I definitely suggest you to go ask them questions because they will really be happy that you even came up to them about that. Because this is also an issue for a lot of biracial, you know, um, biracial kids you know adults too as well there's still adults like older than me that's still trying to identify themselves in this world so definitely like check out the side of the family um there's also other videos and um posts as well that um you can look up for like this advice as well like there's many other single white moms like you that's going through this situation and they might have found a solution how they could but also while they are young i'm not sure how old these mixed boys are but definitely as they are young teach them little by little what is going on out here all right so the third one it says so past month sexual abuse post has been trending on twitter I've been sexually abused in a three-year relationship and didn't recognize it till this post. Now I feel worthless. First of all, I like to say you're not worthless. You was blinded because you were in a relationship. You might have been in love with this man or woman, whichever your sexual preference is. You're definitely not worthless. And I have other people that have spoke to me about things like this before. They was blinded. Love blinds you sometimes you don't know what you're really going through and even if you have recognized such as you know let's say regular abuse you're so blinded because you love that person so much you try to give the benefit of a doubt you know trying to stick with them like in, you're not realizing that you're really hurting yourself with this i definitely would talk about this to um somebody personally in your family 
talk to them about it because they'll also spot a lot of things that you might have missed that they probably have seen the whole time. And it's important for you to actually report something like this. Now, if you don't, you know, think it's necessary to report, okay, that's your decision. You was definitely blinded. Love blinded you. And you're not worthless, you know, that you went through this. And there are other victims out there like you as well that um, has been in a relationship and been sexually abused. A lot of victims don't realize that they're victims until someone presents a scenario in front of them that like, Damn, that's, that's rape? That's sexual assault? Wow. So I I definitely suggest, first of all, I'm still sticking to this part where you said, now nah, I feel worthless. You're not worthless. And I want you to, I don't know if you um, are very religious, but I know I am. Definitely pray. Pray for love. Pray for um, recovery. Pray for um, healing. And pray for, pray for that person. Pray for that person. Yes, definitely. Yeah, pray for the person as well. Because you never know one day he or she might get caught up with the wrong one, you know. So, I'm again, I'd like to say that I'm sorry that you have experienced this. Because um, this is a pretty tough, you know, topic, really. Especially it's really tough when you went through this for three years and didn't realize till now. A hashtag. A hashtag and it's been a lot of surprises too seeing all these posts on Twitter like I was surprised by people I knew that I didn't know they went through something like this as well um, but definitely I suggest you pray talk about it to somebody find a counselor as well find a counselor a counselor is really good to guide you to recover as well through something like this and definitely, again, I will post all the hotlines, all the hotlines for everything for you to call. So the fourth one, it says, I've been protesting since day one in Louisville. I've been pepper sprayed, Come on. hit, shot by rubber bullets, and arrested. My mental is off the roof. Ooh. Yes, definitely I was there the very first day. I've been to a few protests, but I definitely was at the very first protest. And like the first protest wasn't as bad as like the second day because that's when all the looting and stuff happened and that's when everybody was really getting hit by rubber bullets. And that was the day I actually missed. So um, this right here, first of all, I want to give you a clap because this, that's really the truth right there. Like you are still standing up for what's right. There's people right now as we are on live that's outside in these streets, you know, still protesting, you know, getting these three officers arrested. And again, like I said in the beginning, it's the 35th day mark. The 35th day that's been marked, you know, today, still protesting, still wanting just simple, simple deal. Simple justice. <laughs> simple justice. And yeah, definitely, like, I would suggest, like, this is what I did as well because it definitely took a lot of toll and mental and like I was breaking down myself off of this situation take a break yes I know you are out there 24 7 25 8 but definitely give your mental a rest take a day off you can still repost and do all that still support the movement but definitely I need you to take a mental break 
and do a self-care routine. Take care of your skin, you know, skin routine, or like I said, find your peace, or watch a good movie, just rejuvenate yourself, bring yourself back together before going back out there again, or you're just gonna really lose your mind the more, you know, you just push yourself out there, knowing that you're not okay at the moment. And then again, the social media needs spread too. All, all that killing and cops this and cops this and all the Karens all over the world, you know, the, the shit is exhausting. So if you need a day one, if you need a day for anything, the the, the actual action, the social yes. action on top of the, the internet, the media, just give it all a break. Cause we're human. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not robots. Like we have feelings. We have mental breakdowns. We don't have reboots. We don't have a shutdown button. We have to do it manually. Actual factuals. Yeah, like she said, like, we're humans, too. We all have breakdowns. I'm pretty sure the cops, they got breakdowns going on, too, because they got to be out there, you know, coming at us. But um, just do one job. Arresting cops and you'll be free going to bed instead of calling some blue flu and stuff. You'll be right. <laughs> you'll be right at home without calling in. <laughs> like, no, you... Arrest the cops and you can get your rest if we can get our rest and take care of our business. People are working and after work, they're going straight to the streets again. Going straight to the streets, you know, protesting. Once again, we shouldn't even have to protest. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so definitely, like I said, give yourself a break. I know I did, especially like doing summer classes now, like just protesting, doing summer classes, working, and also like... For me, I have my granny that lives with us, so I help take care of her as well. Like, that's a lot. I I definitely need a break. Like, some people ask me, where you at? But, hey, I need a break. All right, that's cool. Just I'll see you again another time. Cool. Like, definitely check on your friends as well that are actually protesting. Now, this is a prime example right here. Like, if you know you have friends that's going out there every day, check up on them and see if they're okay. So, the last one, it says, my parents showed the true colors of being racist AF. I can't believe I was raised by these people and turned out complete opposite of them. That's that's tough. You be and shoot. I seen it on Twitter too. Uh, there's a lot of you know. There's a lot of people like you that are surprised that the parents are really like that, and it's really sad like how you turned out so beautiful, but you came from you know people with ugly minds. Like what's how like they. You came from people like them, but you turn out just fine. People that still have their beliefs, you know, just, you know, "Ah, I'm sticking to it, this and that, or patriots. You know, I have friends, you know, that love black people to death, love Mexicans to death, but it came from a patriot family, you know, and they cold-heartedly just don't, you know. Some patriots, you know, they still could get along with black people, but, like, some of the friends I know, they don't like black people at all. But they just, you know. Patriot means America. Like you, you're down for your your state. You're down for your, you know, America. I'm confused how that has anything to do with race because we're all Americans, right? This is America. (laughs) This is America. I'll catch you slipping on for real. I definitely would sit down. I say sit down and talk to your parents about this. They need to hear a lot of things about themselves. Like, if you really have a lot of things that you would like to say and have in your stomach to just blur out, do it. Maybe they need to hear something from you. 
maybe they need to hear like, hey, <laughs> it's a new generation now. We, first of all, we're not, we with it, with the shits pretty much. You know, our great grannies and all that that went through it, we gonna step, we gonna step. So you gonna have to switch it up a little bit on, you know, your mentality. So definitely like sit down, talk to them like, okay, so I'm not gonna say it's easy. Cause it sounds it sounds easy me saying it to you, but I'm telling you now it's not gonna be easy having this conversation with your parents. Cause this is a pretty tough, you know, pretty tough topic to talk about, especially when some people believe in stuff like that and they just stick to it. But definitely like tell your parents what's up, how you feel about everything. Tell them. And if you feel like they're so like headstrong on how they feel. Think of it as a, a role reversal um, activity. Like, show them a video of white people getting mistreated or whatever race you are getting mistreated by a different race of people. Usually, people's perspective change when the shoe is on the other foot. Like, it, it's it's crazy. The reactions you would get when it's like, wow, look at look at how they're, they're doing that to those people. And it's like, oh, now you see. Yeah. Now you see. Like, but didn't we go through this about 400 years? Plus. Plus. Plus, not to mention that there's supposed to be a new movie out now called Cracker. Which basically, you know, it's a reverse, you know, flip the script, flipping the roles. You know, the white folks are the slaves and we're the slave masters. Now there's a whole controversy going on, you know, everybody's like, what the, you know, what the hell and all that with the woo and like, what, this is outrageous or I believe that's trash. Like you can't, I can't believe that you're talking about what if we rape you and all that and stuff. Well, we went through something like this. Charges reality. Definitely reality. Like we actually been there, but y'all was complaining about Django. Y'all was complaining Girl, about, uh, Django. They fucking, they, it was it. niggas all up in Django. They loved it. Yeah. Niggas was going crazy in Django. They love it. Yeah, the Klansmen, like, <laughs> y'all love them movies. Of course they do. Y'all love all the slave movies. Criticize, criticize, criticize. Real talk, like, y'all love all that. And when it comes down to a movie that flips the script to show y'all and hit y'all's little nerves and grit, you know, a little guilty, you know, little tips inside y'all. They can't take it. Y'all mad, y'all can't take it. So yeah, definitely back to your parents again. Uh, those that missed the last one, um, again, I'm gonna repeat it. My parents showed their true colors of being racist AF. I can't believe I was raised by these people and turned out complete opposite of them. Yes, we. I guarantee you. Even the listeners that are listening now. They have, you know, friends, or maybe it's you in general listening that's going through something like this. Definitely sit down with your parents. Tell them, like, tell them how you feel. Let them know how it is today, where we're not playing with that anymore. We're not. And what if you was with a, you know, black boy or a black girl? They gonna have to get used to that. Especially if you have a baby, God, that's their grandbaby, definitely. And don't sugarcoat it. Be firm with a firm tone. Say it with your chest. Don't sugarcoat nothing. They, they, you need to tell them what they need to hear, rather than what they want to hear. So yeah, definitely. make them uncomfortable. That's the only way to get them out of the hookup. Make them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. They're comfortable in the skin that they're in. They think it's okay. Mm -hmm. But that's it. 
thank you again. I'd like to thank the anonymous people that, um, yeah, again, that was very bravery. A lot. You are a hero again to yourself, to me, to many others that possibly are going through the same situation as you. I'd like to also thank my lovely guest here, Camille. Yes, and thank you, everybody that has tuned in. And this is Old Ass Michi. And our next episode is going to be called What's in Your Bag? What's in Your Bag is a shout out to all the black businesses out there. And again, if you are interested in being part of this lovely podcast, What's Happening, please check out What's Happening Instagram page, W H A T Z H A T T N. DM me, send me an email, and I'll get right back to you. This is your girl, Odess Michi, and I'm out.